Welcome to Humans of CX, a podcast powered by Ozontel. We share the latest insights and customer experience from industry experts to help you humanize your approach, placing empathy at the center of the customer experience. I'm your host, Karima. Thank you so much for joining me, Rajit. It's such a pleasure to have you here with me today. Thank you, Karima. The pleasure is on mine. Thank you so much. Rachid, help us understand Wakefit's journey so far and what would you say have been the key pillars of your growth and success story? Sure, Verma. I've been associated with Wakefit for close to five years now and I've seen Wakefit grow from a small organization of 25 people strong with everyone doing everything, the CEO doing deliveries, the other co-founder, Jaitanya, who is doing customer calls and someone doing packaging, someone doing logistics. Everything was done by everyone. From there to where we are right now, which is a 3,000 member strong organization spread across India with our footprint across 23 major cities in India is something which is very humbling for us. But it hasn't been an easy journey for us. We started with a strong, small manufacturing line of mattresses only. And we wanted to scale that up to, you know, a full-fledged mattress plant as well as mattress-related products which are bedroom-related accessories, your linens and your pillows and everything. It started from there and then it organically spread into furniture as well as we have grown, right? In the last two, three years, we've grown into the furniture line. And it has only been possible because we listened to our customers. Our customers constantly demanded that, okay, you guys are giving us mattresses. These are high quality mattresses at such an affordable price. Why don't you start giving us beds? So we listened to our customers. We listened to them and we came up with a line of beds. Once we launched that, once we launched beds, they started saying, okay, give us beds and tables. Give us other bedroom furniture. Give us chairs. Give us tables. All those things were organically coming up from customers and that's where we listened to our customers and started giving that. And in 2020, we realized that, see, this is something that has grown up exponentially now. From mattresses, now we are getting demand for sofas from customers. And that's when we realized that this is such a big space. Customers' love is so high for weight fit that it just makes sense for us to go into the furniture business as well. And that's when this organic shift happened. You know, we grew into the furniture line as well. And now we have a full-fledged home solutions product offering, ranging from sofas, dining tables, your bedroom furniture, your dining furniture, everything that you can think about in your home is being offered by Wakefit. And that's where the product fit as well has evolved. It was, we want to be the most loved sleep brand in India, which means that everything that relates to sleep has to be offered by Wakefit. It has to be a very high quality with a very focused customer experience. But now it has evolved into, you know, we want to be the most loved furniture brand in India. And that has only been possible because we constantly listen to our customers. We constantly talk to them. We constantly took their feedbacks. We constantly ask them, okay, now that you love Wakefit, what do you expect from Wakefit more than what we are offering? And that has enabled it. The key pillars of this success of these five years, six years, can be segregated into three big pillars that we always and always stand by. The first one is innovation. The company stands on innovation, be it product innovation, be it tech innovation, be it customer experience innovation. Every department within the company focuses on innovation. That innovation can help us in reduction of costs. Innovation can help us in giving better designs, better product quality to the customer. That innovation can help us in better customer retention. So innovation is one of the biggest pillars. The second pillar that we stand by is affordability. I don't mean that we have to be the cheapest in the market, but we want to be at the correct price point where customers feel that we are paying the correct money for the correct product. So they are getting for their buck is what. And the third and the biggest pillar where everyone in the company believes that is customer experience. And customer experience does not just mean that whenever there's a customer support need, there's a customer incident, that's when we come in. No. 
customer experience at Bakefit means that we start from right from the pre-ordering phase when the customer is just selecting brands to you know research at that time how does our marketing collateral look like where do we get into the journey how do we reach out to the customers what channels do we use when do you reach out to those customers how frequently do you want to display ads from there to then the consideration phase where customers land to your website how does that experience look like whether that customer is able to find the information as quickly as possible or not is something that we deeply focus on and our tech team works constantly on minimizing the time that the customer requires for reaching to the information from there on it's about ordering right the innovation that the customer experience for how the ordering phase should look like whether they are able to get the products add them to cart get a very smooth checkout flow just after the ordering phase are we giving the correct information to the customers or not from there on it's all about post order customer experiences which are from order placing till delivery whatever are the customer anxiety questions like where is my order what will be the state of my product when i get it how will you get that order installed to me these are all anxiety questions that a customer is bound to have how do we address those this is another important part aspect of our customer experience from there how does a delivery and installation experience look like the first that is at high touch point you know customer experience where someone from wakefit is going to represent wakefit and go to the customer's house deliver the product install the product that's another very very important customer experience journey node for us till the customers use them find the correct value out of that product this is also something we focus on how do we enrich customers life how we help them solve the problem that they have is something we focus on as well engaging with customers giving them care instructions giving them packaging instructions giving them instructions on how to reach out to us in case of anything goes wrong we are there to support them right all of these is the package of the world of customer experience that we look at and that is the third and the biggest pillar because we are focused on all aspects of customer experience till now is something that has enabled word of mouth which is very important in our industry and has enabled growth for wakefit in the last 5 6 years absolutely and as far as i can gather and i'm also a customer of wakefit as you have managed to scale and witness such a tremendous growth you have also managed to stay customer centric that in itself is a very huge challenge and a very important point that you mentioned that you have listened to your customers and i think that has brought the entire revolution in this space moving forward rachit if you could talk a bit about you know customer centricity customer experience is one side of the story but as the business has grown as the brand has grown the employee experience also becomes an integral part of the story right so how does that look like for wakefit today and how has that translated into better customer experience for your target audience so this is something that has been something that every startup would have faced when they are scaling up employee experience employee dna customers focused culture customer centric culture how do you maintain that as you scale up right it's very easy to do that right when you are a small 25 50 member team right everyone knows everyone we meet with everyone every day so it's very easy to imbibe that culture once it grows it's very difficult how have we started addressing that is by having a customer focused forum within the company one where all parts of the supply chain come together and talk about customer issues and how this their department their daily job affecting customer experience right a person who is working with let's say last mile deliveries would not understand that if the customer is not able to reach through on their phone and is not able to get correct timelines on the deliveries is going to affect the customer experience right. is going to judge your brand is going to judge your logistics and as a result it may have so they won't repeat the purchase they won't ever come back so that impact has to be shown to the people within the organization similarly if there's someone in the manufacturing team right 
was missed let's say a certain qc check right which is very important downstream to the customer how do we show that there's an impact on customer experience because of that is by bringing them to this forum and showing that okay we missed doing xyz things now this has impacted customer experience and now customer are saying and calling and saying that i did not like this service from your side now what will it result him to lower nps lower customer retention so that is how we are solving that apart from that there are certain initiatives that we also take when people join we have customer focus forums we try to take our employees to the old part of the supply chain right from the sourcing side sourcing to manufacturing to middle mile movements last mile movements deliveries installations all those things we try to take them through and showcase to them each part of that movement so that they understand how exactly is it going to the customer and how each part of that chain is going to impact the customer that's how we retain customer centricity within the organization and each leader within the organization talks about customer experience always talks about the customer experience that okay i'm doing this how is it going to impact customer experience is something that everyone has a question on so that's how it has led to a company wide customer experience or initiatives being taken being a focus area for everyone right and since we've been also discussing customer journeys right so now when we talk about today's customer they are using digital channels right to reach out to the brand to interact with the customer support team customer service team and also when we look at the entire purchasing journey and their buying experience they do start on one channel but they might end up on a completely different channel and that's where the uh, omni channel experience comes into the picture so how are you looking at that particular aspect of this story in a very cool that now the cx is moving from lots of channels to now an omni channel and a customer centric view rather than a channel centric view that used to happen historically this is something that we are also working on and we are also struggling with that because right now we have a set of tools which help us take care of certain channels while certain tools help us in taking care of certain other channels right classic example being telephony is you know managed by a ozontel but it takes care of all the voice related channels but at the same time there's a chat channel there's an email channel there's a social media channel we are still looking at defining those channels having said that why we don't face a challenge is because we have an in-house crm built which ties all the channels together right so data from voice channel like ozontel comes into that crm data from chat channels come into that crm data from email channel comes to that crm and data from social media is also comes to that So as a result of that, we are still able to build a unified customer view because we have our own in-house CRM which ties all the channels together. Having said that, we are still looking at you know utilizing tools, technologies that are present out there. How do we either go from our present solution to that in-house, or if we can leverage and use some of those third-party tools to enable our customer service representatives or customer service executives to take an omni-channel view through to our customer and give the best customer service possible through that. If a customer support center agent knows that okay, there were certain issues that happened on chat, they can proactively look into that and now answer them on the phone itself, right? You had reached out to us on chat, and this is how we were. able to tie all the channels together and give a unified customer experience to our users right right and what does bakefit's vision for cx if i may ask look like for the next 5 years so as i said the vision that we have taken upon bakefit is to be the most loved furniture and home solutions brand within india now that in itself is a big challenge how do you define most loved customer experience brand now how we are breaking that into workable parts is that our main vision remains to be the most loved brand how do we inculcate a sense of 
customer experience into the full journey of a product right from pre-ordering phase till the end is something that we're working on so we are working on let's say design availability as a customer delight point right we have hundreds of clients available material availability selections availability how do we enable customers to choose their type of product their type of material their type of design and then build their homes is something that we are looking at similarly in supply chain we are looking at how do you deliver the products in the fastest way possible something like an amazon prime right imagine your furniture you are ordering and you are thinking that since local furniture guys take 35 days 40 days but you are getting your product tomorrow is something that we are working on constantly similarly we are working on expanding our manufacturing lines to cater to the needs of those customers so that we are able to deliver the products at the correct way and install them properly from a customer experience a customer support angle we are looking at three major things in the coming year and in the coming couple of years one automation of processes which means that let's say you as a customer want to reach out to a customer service representative and initiate a return let's say how do we automate the whole part of that journey is something that we are picking up this is just one part of it right there are hundreds of other processes that are there but how do we automate them second is how do we reduce customer effort by introducing chatbots by introducing ai based solutions let's say right which take care of your queries your l1 your l2 queries in a very seamless fashion where you are also happy whereas you also getting your resolution and your effort also reduces we're looking at that as a secondary initiative third biggest initiative that you're picking up is how do we scale up our processes now as a company grows right we were a small company as companies have grown being more and more complex but how do we scale them up right earlier it was very easy that a person remembers everything but now that you're requiring every process to be broken down it into its sub nodes and that mode has to be operated into the crm so that every executive is following the same processes is something that we are also picking up for cx in the next couple of years right and just one more question out of curiosity customer expectations they're shifting very rapidly the priorities are shifting very rapidly and there are various categories of customers i would say that you know some people are very clear about what they want like if this is the bed i want this is the color i want this is the wood i want to be used but then there are confused customers as well right they browse through a few products on your website or the app then they select something but they're still confused they're still taking the time to process everything and they leave it there in the cart is this something that could be done to help them at that stage because if somebody could reach out to them and tell them see i saw that you have stored this in the cart now and i can show you some similar products and you know if you're not happy with this would you like to see some more options or something that gives a breakthrough to that particular customer now that also becomes a part of the entire customer experience right again i'll break it down into stuff that we have done and we are trying to do right furniture in general is a very consultative purchase right people generally they have a lot of questions they have a lot of doubts they want to ask you okay this is the product i want do you have this do you do not have this okay what is this joint looking like how will this joint perform in the future these are the kinds of questions we get on a daily basis as a result of that what we have done is we have set up an assisted buyer deal who not only looks at checkout flows where customers have checked out but not have paid right they have added them to cart but not yet paid they don't even just look at that but even customers who have dropped in the funnel above that as well that is when we call the customers ask them okay what were your questions do you have any questions for us how can we help you out then they'll ask their questions if they have any and we'll assess them and we have realized again from listening to our customers i want to see how does your product look like in a live that is something that a lot of customers ask us that okay your products are this 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 but i care about my sofa looking like this in my environment 
an augmented reality product. We work with a third-party solution which helps us in visualizing the products in your bedroom, in your living room, in your dining room. You can just use your camera and you can visualize our product. Basically, from there, the next requirement came up where customers started asking, okay, you're giving me the AI, which is giving me some sense of my product, how will it look like? But I still don't understand how a product looks like in a live setting. Where we introduce this solution, where customers can reach out to us, a person with it will be in our experience center and we will take them through how a product would look like in a live setting. It has enabled us to reach out to customers who are not going to consider weak fit. Why? Because there's no physical feel to it. But now they are able to. And we have been seeing tremendous success with this video-assisted purchases. And there are a lot of parallel purchases also happening because of that. A lot of associated purchases are also happening because of that. Right, right. Brilliant. And I think this is how you have aimed to resolve some of the challenges with respect to CX in the past few years. And what still remains a roadblock for you? What would you say is still a hard nut to crack? You're still working on something. One of them is... A softer aspect of it where as we have scaled up from a 25 members team to now a CX 350-400 member team and growing still is something that is on the people culture. Now as you grow up, how do you maintain that people DNA, a customer-centered DNA is something of a challenge. I cannot reach out to all 300-400 on a daily basis and talk to them that what are your challenges, how do I ensure that you are there for our customers. But how do we enable that is something that are challenges for us still. We are still focusing on that. We are trying to innovate there as well. How do we innovate? How do we bring in a customer-centric culture? How do we share customer stories, both positive and negative, right, with everyone to understand that this is the impact that we can create on customer. That is one of the bigger challenges that we're facing. A couple of other challenges that we're facing are, again, scaling up processes, automations, tech tools that are required. Again, we have built an in-house CRM, which is very, very capable. But again, as I spoke about, it does not give us a unified channel view. It brings in all the data, but it's not working or functioning as what a contemporary omni-channel solution would work like. So we're still working and trying to solve them constantly and as we have opened up our offline centers as well that has also brought in a bit of complexities on customer experience because customer experience virtually is very different from customer experience physically right when you're going to a physical store how do you ensure that customer experience right from the point that they decide to walk in or that they are making the purchase is a different customer journey so we are working and innovating there as well that how do we make sure that smooth experience happens throughout the physical store walk-in as and in all of this, how are you looking at the role of AI in addressing your CX communication strategy? So first, we are looking at currently introducing a chatbot in our system. Now, given that there are a lot of complexities because furniture themselves are a pretty complex product, it's not like a sim simple FMCG product where you deliver and be done with it. And all you get is that I want to return. No, you get queries like, okay, I've got this. There is a size difference. There is a color mismatch. Now, what do I do? There may be issues like, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to order a left-aligned product, but I got a right-aligned, I mistakenly did that. And there are multiple other products that are there. So, given that the complexity is quite huge in our universe, we are looking at first introducing a chatbot which takes care of L1 queries or becomes us first or second level of a chatbot where it handles customer queries right at the start and points them to the correct direction, right? One angle as well, where they can always talk to a human executive as well. The next step that we are looking at is how do we make it more contextualized? I'll take an example on the sales front. The customer can come and talk about, oh, I want a sofa, but this is not the only requirement, but since they're not aware that we should offer a coffee table, a Jace, or Autumn one, 
a side table, tissue furniture, everything that is there, right? How do I contextualize that requirement that from so far there are other things that can be contextualized and offered to the customers as well. On the support side, similarly, let's say a customer comes and says that I have a return problem, I want to return, right? I don't require this product. From there, there are other associated problems as well that we foresee that during pickup, there must be problems that can happen because of packaging problems, that the packaging is not correct. We anticipate that problem and how do we address them right away? The customer and tell them, okay, during product pickup, there will be a packaging material that will be sent as well. You are just supposed to keep it in the packaging material. Mm-hmm. And there's a receipt that will be carried by the six person. You have to ensure that. Please take it with you because that is very important as a pickup consumption. So how do we automate all these and contextualize the problems is something that we are taking up as a next step in the chatbot. Similarly, what we are also exploring is IVR-based bots. Customers can call us and we know that there are a lot of anxiety issues that happen, right? That simple anxiety questions like, where is my product? Now, since it's two weeks delivery timelines for certain products, anxiety is bound to creep in. How do I handle that or tackle that again in a very effortless scenario, effortless experience for the customers, as well as giving them a correct information from the CRM that this is when you can expect your product. This is how it will happen. This is the time that we'll take for installation delivery. And after that, you can reach out to us if there's any other issues that you have, right? How do I automate that aspect as well is the second step that we are looking at. Currently, looking at integrating chatbots, but as we go along, we are also exploring how do we use them across the other channels as well. Starting with IVRs, moving on to WhatsApp and other mediums where customers will reach out to us as well, be Facebook, Twitter, all those places. Great, great. And Rachid, so far you have shared with me what takes Wakefield's uh, CX to the next level. I would also want to know when you say that we are changing the way India sleeps, what is a big no-no? What is it that you can't accept? Poor customer service look like for you. I mean, what is it that you just cannot accept within the organization and something that you would never want your customers to experience? I'll break it down into three aspects now again. Product aspect, delivery installation, the service aspect, and the customer support and customer experiences. From product aspect, we always focus on getting the correct product, correct, accurate, meaning that the dimensions are correct, meaning that the colors are accurate, meaning that the product material that is used is accurate. That is one of the biggest things that we focus on and continuously focus on. And as we have grown, we have grown to realize that this is the most important aspect of our journey, right? Your customer executive, customer care executive can go for, but product cannot. That is something that is non-negotiable to any customers, right? And as a result of that, we have focused on manufacturing excellence. There's a specific manufacturing excellence team that has been set up whose whole sole job is to ensure that of the 100 products that we are sending to the customer, 99 of those have to be accurate. Their colors, their dimensions, the product material used, their fittings that are there have to be 100% core. Now that team only focuses on how do you ensure that that experience, the product experience is top-notch. And since we have instituted that product manufacturing excellence team, we've been able to bring down our product damages as well from close to 4% to now less than 1%. So as a result of that, customer experience has improved, customer complaints have reduced. That is one aspect where product accuracy is non-negotiable for us. The second part is delivery and installation, which becomes a service aspect. When we say that product that has been shipped should be delivered to the customer accurately on time in food. Accurately, again, meaning that everything that was done by the manufacturing excellence has to be done by you as well. The second part is on time. When we promise the customer, we'll deliver it. And in full meaning that product is accurate, fully there, no parts are missing, everything, right? That is 
part of experience that we focus on and we have certain thresholds where we don't want to go below that if we go below that we take certain internal steps to correct that we get let's say for a certain product category we'll work on it and we'll go back and work on it but in the meanwhile we'll maybe stop selling that product for something or we'll maybe pause that variant or we may be saying that we'll increase the timeline to deliver the product because we are now working internally to improve the processes that are there the third aspect is the customer service aspect which we again focus on so there are three major pillars of good customer experience as well one is empathy the second is accuracy meaning that what the customer wants is what you're focusing on right and the third part is how quick are you in responding and resolving all these three are big pillars within the customer experience at wake fit as well. and if we are not meeting those standards that we've kept ourselves again we take certain corrective actions on that be it on the executive side or be it on the process so we are constantly working on keeping those thresholds and meeting those thresholds if you are not we have to take certain corrective actions that we right right and i think this is what has helped wakefit build customer loyalty over the years right and there is another aspect to it one side of the story is repeat business and the other side of the story is you know the customer is coming back again and again so if you could touch up a bit upon that that you know why do you feel your customers are coming back is it just because of the price point or this or that like how exactly you would explain that one is the expansion of the product portfolio that we have right as we have grown from 5 7 products offerings to now close to 500 to 700 products that we offer with the same base understanding base targets that we keep that every product that we offer has to be the best product quality at the most affordable price as well as we'll take care of the overall customer experience as well when we offer such products to the customers which are expanding and which offer them every part of their homes customers come back but the enabling factors for that what works for our customers why do they come back is an interesting question right there are a couple of aspects to it one of the most important aspect of it and that we have realized through our years of working closely with our customers talking with our customers and since we are a d2c brand we have that luxury as well right we can talk to our customers constantly gather feedbacks is that we have recognized that this is a category or this is a play where word of mouth is the most important thing right you going and talking about our products to your friends family is a much stronger proponent for wakefit than any other medium can ever be now word of mouth is important for a company right how do you increase the word of mouth how do you increase that right by doing a lot of value adds in the customer journey not just doing the transactional parts of it which is order placing order processing or shipping delivery that is the transactional part of it right every other company would focus on that as well we also focus on that part that customer experience on the transactional part should be very good but what is other value adds that you can do you can talk to customers you can ask them about the problems that they had and is this product solving that problem giving them usage instructions which are very relevant to them right we even customize them to let's say you have a baby if you have a baby and you have bought a mattress you would talk okay you have a baby how do we you should get a mattress protector or a baby sheet that will help you in doing xyz things if you are having let's say aged parents how do we contextualize customize our usage instructions for you let's say we we'll say that okay this bed is slightly higher i would recommend that you get us slightly lower bed we can do a replacement for you as well the height will be lower and that is what adds to the delight of the customers now once the customer is delighted right he always focus on customer delight customer support is one customer delight is second customer delight how do we delight customers is through these conversations that we do these organic conversations we'll give them usage instructions we'll give them care instructions warranty instructions everything so we add value throughout their journey 
and we don't just stop there. We gather feedback, not just on the delivery, but even after the delivery, let's say 15 days after, 45 days after, 100 days after. We keep on gathering feedback from them. If there is any problem, we address that problem there and there. That is what enables customer delight. <laughs> when you increase customer delight, word of mouth automatically increases. So that is one thing that happens constantly. You're not only delighting you, we're also enabling you to be delighted and talk about our products to other customers. Yeah. And as a result, we are focusing on repeat and retention. Right. And this also brings me to India's rising e-commerce space. So where do you see Wakefit today in that realm of the picture? And what, according to you, Wakefit means for India's contemporary customers today? What is it that you want them to look at when they are looking at Wakefit? And where is this entire e-commerce challenge, opportunity? How are you looking at this? Right. As I said, we want our customers to love big fit, right? And through that, I mean that they love every aspect. They love the product. They love the experience. They love the website. They love the service angle. Everything comes under that, right? When I say that, how do I break it down into measurable pieces then is how well are the customers connecting with the brand, which means how often are they coming back to our website? How often they are talking to our customer executive related to our product offerings, not on the service aspect. How do I measure that? If that is increasing, I can say that yes, customer love is increasing. This is on the, the product and the service aspect of it. How do I further break it down into certain other smaller measurable points is how well is the customer rating us on the products? How is my product performing on let's say Amazon on Flipkart where I get organic ratings? If it is above four and a half stars, four stars, I know that products are being loved. And that is what I want the customers to think about when they come across Wakefit. We want the customers to be thinking that the products that Wakefit offers are high quality, superior to everyone. Why? Because the product ratings are high. That the customers are proponents of the Wakefit brand. Social media is abuzz with, let's say, Wakefit because they love our brand. So that's how we want to place our brand that customers should be talking about our brand and they should be talking about how they love our brand. Coming on to the e-commerce part of it, we have shifted our focus now. We are not just an e-commerce brand. We are focusing on only e-commerce now. And why specifically is because furniture is a very physical touch point product where you want to experience the product somehow in some shape, maybe through a video call if you're not near an experience centers. But if you're near an experience centers, you'd like to visit and see the products there and there. See the product quality. They would like to knock on the wood. That is something that I've observed whenever I, every person who comes to our product step would knock on the wood and understand that, see, yes, this is a good quality wood. So that is one that we have experienced and we have understood. So now we are focusing on the only commerce. We are focusing on e-commerce being an enabler, yes, but also going into physical retail where now we have 10 stores across India already present. And we are focusing on, you know, expanding our presence across India through multiple formats, be it a small store format or me his large store right and then we want to increase our footfalls increase our reach in all these cities through these physical retail stores we understand that 80 to 90 percent of the discoveries still happen online but how do we increase our conversion is through enabling customers to go to these physical stores experience products and buy them there there itself so discovery online purchase offline is something that we are focusing on right right and just to conclude, Rachid, how would you explain how has Ozontel helped your business, helped your journey so far? And if you could share a few words about that. I distinctly remember it was in the middle of 2019 when we started our conversations. 
and there are a plethora of problems that were there at that time that we were not able to address and hence we were looking for a vendor at that moment a partner we were having issues with our pick rates and the bigger problem was we did not understand why our pick rates were low that ties to the problems on dashboarding and reporting that was one problem call qualities were another problem where customers kept on complaining that your calls are dropping or i am not able to understand your advisor then there were other problems around ivr building right we wanted to build ivrs be it inbound or outbound ivrs but you were having limited options pri availability was another problem where since you were on a shared network you know we used to have congestion problems as a result of that and that is not quantifiable also like how do you quantify that certain calls were not able to reach us or land to us because there were congestions so there were a plethora of problems at at that time i remember how was ontel stepped into the picture one of the biggest things was they had a very consultative approach i believe right it was not a simple that i am offering this you take it or leave it it was a very consultative approach and i learned a lot from your account managers at that point as well at that point we also had a couple of reference meetings which gave us the confidence that yes this is the solution right a large quick commerce company was also using ozonten at that point and we visited we understood the solution we understood that how it has scaled up as well that was another question that okay that as we had scaled up from 25 to 50 to 100 certain solutions had helped us but what about from 100 to 500 will this solution scale up as well those types of questions were answered or you know addressed when we met these references right and it gave us a lot of confidence that yes this is the solution that will help us because same problems that we had like as for about pick rates congestions pri availability data dashboarding availabilities ivrs all those things were classic problems that people also had and we specifically talked about how are you able to solve this through ozontel and we got very positive answers and that's when we started you know our relationship with ozontel and the last two two and a half years I believe have been really nice, impeccable. I feel. Of course, there were some niggles here and there, but those are understandable. But I believe that the major problems that we had right at the start when we started, within a week of starting them, I would say that ninety percent of them were solved. We did not have problems with pick rates. We had live dashboards that were available, right? And you can see them yourself, right? Why are we not having high pick rates? We we can point it down to this executive not being available, or that executive's ox is not current. or not yet wrapped up the call even though the call has ended that capability allowed us to grow granular and figure out that our pick rates which are very very low how do we begin and i remember within a week or so we were close to 95% pick rates earlier we used to hover around 80 85 peaks me 85 but that improvement was shown right there and then and as we progressed right we started building ivrs we understood that ivrs were also very very straightforward self service tool was also very helpful even i remember jochna helping us out with call recordings basically ivr recordings as well and at that point of time we progressed from just the classic voice channel to an ivr channel and now we are looking at progressing and evolving that channel into a bot based or an ivr bot based channel as well to sum it up the journey with ozontel has been very satisfactory the kind of support that we have received is very transparent very consultative i have the luxury to you know pick up my phone and you know just call up the account manager that these are the problems that i'm facing not that do you have this product or solution this is the problem that i'm facing can you help me out okay we have a product we have a solution for it or if we don't this is how you can help me out help us so it has been a really fulfilling journey for us a very appreciated from everyone in the organization that type of consultative approach that was on tactics 
that definitely means a lot for us so thank you so much rachit for sharing wakefit's journey and helping me get to that granular level and understand what goes into building that kind of positive customer experience when you say that you know this is how we want to change the way india sleeps and that in itself i feel is a very very powerful statement so thank you once again lovely talking to you thank you so much adam Thank you for listening to Humans of CX, a podcast brought to you by Ozontel. If you enjoyed today's show, visit ozontel.com to learn more about how our robust omni-channel communications platform makes it the industry leader within the customer experience space. You can find Humans of CX on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other platforms that are featuring podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Thank you so much for listening.